This episode of Vegas Revealed is sponsored by Targeted Tax Relief. And we know April is over. You don't want to be thinking about doing your taxes again until next year. Right, but if you owe the IRS a lot of money, Sean, it's always there hanging over your head. So we want to help you out. We want you to call Tracy over at Targeted Tax Relief. She can help get it all sorted out, trust me. And call her for a free consultation. The number is 888-843-4113. But you have to call Tracy. The best part is she's an enrolled agent, which means that she can negotiate directly with the government on your behalf and come up with a repayment resolution. Remember, the consultation's free, it's confidential and secure, and she'll be honest. She'll let you know if she can help you. So why not? Just give her a call. Again, that number is 888-843-4113 or go to targetedtaxrelief.com. Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 118. Eight things you may not know about Las Vegas's Chinatown. In fact, maybe you didn't even know we had one. The Cosmopolitan gets ready to hand things over to MGM Resorts International, but not without a major surprise for workers at the resort casino. We're paying out $5,000 to each of them. That's more than $27 million. Let's get to it and kick things off. Spin that wheel. Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 118. Sean McAllister here along with Dana Roselli. And Dana, have you ever wondered what it would feel like to, to like hit a jackpot or win the lottery or something, even if it was a smaller amount? Not It doesn't have to be a million dollars. Right. But Anything's like, good for me. A hundred bucks. Exactly. <laughs> I've always wondered what that would feel like. And now a lot of people here in Las Vegas do know. I know. We're so excited for the employees of the Cosmopolitan Las Vegas. Amazing resort casino on the Strip. You know, when it opened, it immediately was cool and hip and fun and different. And they, they do things different. It changed hands once and has been run and owned by Blackstone. And last week, because this runs on a Saturday, this week that just passed, they gave away... $5,000 to each and every employee, which they call co-stars. That is absolutely incredible. I have never heard of any casino in Las Vegas doing something like that. The companies are few and far between that do this kind of thing. That payout, the bonus payout, equals more than $27 million in bonuses that they're just giving to employees for being rock star co-stars. Oh, I love it. I mean, listen, they were just having an employee appreciation event. Everyone was excited to be there. And then they made the big announcement. And then you can just hear the crowd roaring. I think everyone was really in shock. Let's listen to what a couple of the employees had to say. Oh my gosh, what? How amazing was this? We just had the biggest co-star event. And thanks to Blackstone, thanks to the Cosmopolitan. I have no words, honestly. I'm still in shock, but... The, the gratitude that I feel from a co-star perspective and just being here to represent everyone is amazing. I, I, the sentiment that if you go and talk to everyone is OMG. Like what just happened? I can't believe this is what happened. 
Oh, uh, what just happened is something that I, I can't even put into words. Normally, I'm known for just talking all day and speech. I'm speechless, right? I've been here since pre-opening, but since day one, they've always stressed that the company culture is number one. They've always stressed that we are a people-focused institution, and that has not changed in the last 11 and a half years. So exciting for them. Yeah, I think OMG would be my reaction, too few other choice words probably <laughs> thrown into. But let's hear from John Gray, the president and COO of Blackstone, about why they did this in the first place. We're just hugely appreciative of their effort. We've owned this hotel since 2014. It's been an incredible run, an incredible partnership. The employees here, the co-stars they're called, have worked so hard, and we wanted to give them a sense of how much we appreciated their efforts. It's really a moment of joy and celebration for what's been accomplished. So we bought the Cosmopolitan back in 2014. And at the time, it had opened just a few years earlier. It had been in financial distress. And we came in with new management, lots of fresh capital, fresh ideas, and really transformed the place. But what brings the place alive is the co-stars. The energy, the caring they bring, that's what's so special. I couldn't feel better about what's been accomplished here, um, particularly when you think about the last couple of years coming through a pandemic. It was just a little over two years ago when this hotel casino was shut down, and today the place is thriving. And Dana, this is such an incredible uh, show of appreciation that Blackstone gave to their employees for such dedicated service, for making the experience at the Cosmopolitan what it is. And these really are the waning days of Blackstone's ownership of the Cosmopolitan. Yeah, the Nevada Gaming Control Board just recently approved MGM Resort International's acquisition for the operating rights of the Cosmo. So this paves the way pretty much uh, for the deal to close like next month. So they'll change hands pretty quick and everyone's going oh man but you know and and i feel like maybe that's why they did this too just yeah. you know it's been a great run we appreciated you well and it makes me also wonder the a thought that popped into my head i'm like hmm i wonder if blackstone's going to be buying another las vegas property and could like the the loyalty that they earn from their employees with a move like this could that you know shift some people's decision to to follow Blackstone if they buy another Las Vegas property. Who knows? That's not on the that's not in the plans. Nothing's been announced, but it just made me curious. Like, would that would this move make people loyal to them? Yeah, I know a lot of people on Twitter that love the Cosmopolitan's loyalty program, their mm -hmm. points program, are a little worried that, you know, when it changes hands, you know, will the points and the way that they're treated and all that, will it all move over and, and will it be, you know, comparable to what they've enjoyed so far? So everyone's kind of on edge about that. But, you know, MGM's going to take over the operation and, you know, we have an amazing slew of casinos on the Las Vegas Strip that are run by MGM. They're just unloading the Mirage now over to Hard Rock. So that also, you know, switches that over. So it's going to be, there's a lot of changes going on on the Strip. There are. And San Manuel Gaming taking over control of the Palms, just having the grand opening there. So it does. It, it feels like a, a new era. Every, every so often there's a shift that we see 
happening on the strip with with management things changing hands so this is one of those times and you know we'll see how everything pans out but man blackstone certainly making a mark with employees and doling out five thousand dollar bonuses to each and every one of them. Well done, Blackstone. Yeah, that's great. And if you're a sportsbook person, also to note, BetMGM is going to be taking over the Cosmopolitan Sportsbook as well. So if that's something you were worried about, that's what's going on over there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Dana, uh, a, a section of Las Vegas that especially out-of-town visitors, people new who move here to Las Vegas – which is a lot of people at this point, Mm -hmm. um, may not realize that there is a section of town just west of the Las Vegas Strip that is Chinatown. And it's a really unique neighborhood. It is. And like, I've always kind of been a central person where I've lived. I used to live in the Southwest Las Vegas, but I should say live and work because a lot of the companies I worked for, uh, one was Channel 8, KLAS, another was Channel 13, KTNV, both were kind of around that area. And so I've driven by Chinatown and up and down Spring Mountain so many times. Um, I was aware it was there, but I always still wondered like, when does it, like, where does it start? Where does it end? You know, and I haven't tried every single thing in Chinatown. I drive by and go, I should. Ooh, I'd like to go that. Or what's that? But anyway, we found a great article from, uh, I actually saw the article because there's a new Twitter handle that kind of focuses on Chinatown. So I clicked on it and I found eight things you didn't know about the Las Vegas Chinatown. And I thought, let's go over this on the podcast. There's a few restaurants that I've gone to. They're always delicious. And sometimes at lunchtime, it's a little packed too. You got to like get there early because everyone kind of wants to go to the same places, but they have a lot of great things. I've also done some fun karaoke rooms over there oh, on that's Spring right. Mountain. Yep. Yeah. They have a good little, and I've gone into the main kind of, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, the main area of Chinatown, kind of the staple, big, big plaza. There's cool stores in there. If you love knickknacks and cool things, they have little kind of pharmacy type stores as well they have uh, different spots for food and restaurant and it's actually really cool to just like walk around and browse and then a couple of the things um that they have on the list for the eight things should we go through them yeah let's go through them i guess we should start with the architecture right you'll know that you are in chinatown because the architecture changes there's a lot of examples that are like the Tang Dynasty architectural temples and the building designs. And I think you can also recognize the uh, names of the restaurants that'll, that'll make you realize you're in Chinatown too. For sure. Another thing is, which I didn't even realize, it's so big, apparently it spans three zip codes. 89102, 89103, and 89146. That's how large Chinatown is. And it's home to more than 150 restaurants. Jeez. I know, many with fusion or Asian themes, obviously. So, I mean, even if you're visiting here, you know, if you're vacationing here, people are saying Chinatown should be on your list of places. And I always get visitors that say, we can go to the Strip, but we want to know some of the local places, some of the things that are cool. And I think, so we're trying to give you some ideas here that maybe you would want to visit 
Chinatown. They have Chinese, Japanese, Korean, Thai, Vietnamese, other Asian street food, desserts, tea shops, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, I know people who go over there for boba tea, mm-hmm. and I, there's great noodle restaurants over there. I know a lot of uh, strip entertainers who get out of their shows, you know, pretty late at night. And the restaurants over in Chinatown are still open. So a lot of strip entertainers will go to Chinatown for meals because things are open late. Yeah, definitely. No, you're right. I mean, because especially these days, since COVID, some things are closing earlier. Like at nine o'clock. Yeah. And you're like, wait a minute, what happened to, yeah. So like what happens if I have a a late (laughs) afternoon thing? Uh, In addition to restaurants, there's over a dozen churches to serve the population over there in, in Chinatown. So that's obviously another, uh, you know, instrumental part of community Mm -hmm. is having places of worship. Um, As we're seeing popping up all over Las Vegas, there are also a couple marijuana dispensaries in the area too. That's right. And they also have the Las Vegas Little Theater, and apparently it's older than Chinatown itself, so it's one of the big attractions there. And I must say, Sean, I did not know that they actually... When I've driven by here, that it was actually like a theater still, okay? But it is apparently. They showcase plays by well-known authors. There's theater performances. And apparently acting classes are available there. Yeah, it's. it turns out it's Southern Nevada's oldest community theater. It was founded by Jack Bell and Jack Nicholson hmm. back in 1978, which is super cool. Yeah, I love it. See, we're learning all this stuff. The neighborhood also features Chinese culture and traditions and, you know, the foot spas, very popular, right? They're very popular, yeah. (laughs) They also have a Chinese bookstore, and it's the only Chinese bookstore in Nevada. It's called the Great Wall Bookstore. Isn't that cool? Wow. Six Asian supermarkets are over there, too. And if you have not been into an Asian supermarket, it is such a cool experience. There's obviously products that you'll find there that you're not going to find if you go to whatever your neighborhood grocery store Mm -hmm. is, whether it's Smith's, Albertson's, Rally's, whatever your store is. These are super cool. There's so many different kinds of candies. There's dried foods. There's the fish markets. Yeah. Where the fish is like out on ice. Mm -hmm. They have live fish in there that you can have turned into, you know, prepared food for yourself. Or you can take it home and prepare it however you want. I mean, that's the thing. All this is just cool experiences, right? It is. People love that stuff. (laughs) And it's uh, it's exposure to another culture, Mm -hmm. which people think of Las Vegas. And, you know, unfortunately... They don't necessarily think of a lot of culture, but we do have it here. You just have to look for it and find it. So that's our, I think we hit eight. That's our eight, (laughs) our eight things. We might've gone, gone over eight because we started chit chatting about different stuff, but, um, Really cool to check out. Again, it's mostly Spring Mountain Road is the main drag, but there's other roads around that. Like we said, it spans three zip codes. Check out Chinatown. And again, that is to the west of the Las Vegas Strip. And I know, Dana, that I did just say that Las Vegas, people don't think of it as having a lot of culture. But what's part of Las Vegas culture is 
the mob history mm-hmm. that we have here. And that has recently started to pop up again. Literally, resurface. Uh, uh, resurface, <laughs> yeah. As water in Lake Mead is continuing to recede because of the drought conditions here in the Western United States, um, there have been some uh, rather gruesome discoveries made. There have been bodies in mm-hmm. barrels and, and remains of people that have surfaced as these lake waters dry up. And a lot of people are connecting it back to Las Vegas's mob history. They sure are. Everyone's going, you know, once they do a little more investigating, like, is this going to be someone that might be a, a known name that has been missing for a long time and right. we never knew how, yeah, I don't know. Or, you know, but then again, I think about if someone has been missing a loved one for many, many years and it's gone unsolved, this could in some ways, not in a positive way, bring some peace to a family who's been searching for someone for years you know they have all those unsolved cases and wondering is this person still out there right i had a friend write me uh, my friend daryl wrote me on instagram when he saw i was talking about it in one of my stories and said he paddle boards out there at least like two or three times i think he said a month and he said just recently over the last two to three months he's really noticed the lake level come down like feet he said there are little islands popping up that were never there before. Oh, my god! There are boat hulls that are coming and peeking out from uh, the water. And he was like, it's just gotten really, really bad, and I've noticed it so much lately. So it is a concern, and I think a lot of us think, ah, oh, the lake level was going down a little bit. We'll take You know, it'll go back up. But we've had such a span of, what, it's been like, Four years since I feel like since we've had like a major, major, major yeah. rainstorm that lasted a full day yep. and just poured. I don't know. It's been a long time. Well, and I know that you mentioned this um, a couple weeks ago. I don't know if it was on social media or if we were having a conversation, um, but just about the flooding that Las Vegas used to have. Yeah. And I remember when I moved here and in the year or so before moving here, there would be crazy images of people stranded in cars because of the floodwaters that just inundated neighborhoods. Um, Obviously, there's been a lot of flood control infrastructure that's been built to help alleviate some of that. But also, we're not getting the rainwater to make that happen. No. Yeah, it was me. I was on Twitter, and I was was saying I used to report in the helicopter from like 2004 to a little over two and a half years, and I would get called in all the time. All the time, especially through the winter and then the monsoon season, you know, like which starts with July, August. Not only would I get called in in the morning, but then like it would last like all day or there would be patchy, you know, moments. It would clear up, then it would come back and then it would clear up and there would be a lot of flooding. And we covered it all the time. So, yeah, I'm like, whatever happened to those days, you know, know, of that? But you're right. Obviously, there were more issues on the road because, you know, they've made so many improvements since then with the roadways and the flood channels and all that thing, all that kind of stuff. But even just a normal rainy day like that hasn't happened in a long time. No, it hasn't. No. And obviously, rain is only a, a, a portion of the water sure. that we need to, to fill up Lake Mead. A lot of the water 
well, it does. A, a lot of that water comes from the Colorado River, which yeah. is fed by the snowmelt and the Rocky Mountains. The runoff. They haven't been getting the snowpack that, you know, they've been used to, that we've all been used to. So the drought continues. Yeah. And as it does, more mysteries of the depths from Lake Mead will resurface. I know. And you were saying, so the whole reason we even started talking about this, we're talking about the mob and the history and stuff like that. And you were saying Oscar Goodman is starting to speak out now. What did he say? Yeah, he spoke with a local news channel here in Las Vegas. uh, And they reached out to him for his comment because of the presumed connection with a body found in a barrel. And police had said that because of the shoes that that person was wearing they dated the murder to the late 70s early 80s which would have been in that mob era oscar goodman our longtime former las vegas mayor you may or may not know uh was a lawyer for the alleged mob he always likes to point out that the mob is alleged mm-hmm. right <laughs> and he defended a lot of the the gangsters that were brought up on a slew of different kinds of charges, mm-hmm. some including murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he pointed out that the murder weapon of choice, the shooting weapon of choice, was a twenty-two, a twenty-two caliber pistol. Okay. He said, so if it comes back that these investigations reveal that mm. that is the cause of death right. for some of these bodies that resurface, um, then it could be linked back to that era and potentially some of the guys who he defended but he says hey you know what i didn't order the hits so i have no idea what was going on (laughs) of course he doesn't we've had oscar on our show before as you mentioned and yeah he's always a good conversation right and he doesn't hold back that's what we love about it no he doesn't he was in casino too for anyone that didn't know that's listening he's also in the movie casino kind of playing himself yeah basically yeah mob attorney (laughs) All right, well, so that's what we got going on here. A little fun <laughs> and a little bit of mystery. A couple shows added to the list just this week. Uh, Silk Sonic, they've been performing over at Park MGM, but they've added more shows in August. So if you didn't get a chance to see Silk Sonic, they do have shows through May. And then they've added like August 3rd, 5th, 6th, 10th, 12th, 13th, 16th, 18th, 19th. You can get tickets um, by Googling them and going to Park MGM and buying them. <laughs> and go see it. If you have the chance, it is so worth it. it Such is. a great show. Uh, also adding shows, Shin Lim. He is uh, the resident illusionist over at the Mirage. Uh, you may know him from America's Got Talent. I know I watched during his season, and he is so incredible he's got great hair first of okay all. <laughs> um but his illusions are just they are spectacular and you can now see more of them in person as Shin Lim expands his uh dates of shows at the Mirage November 24th through 26th December 22nd through 26th um and he's going to have an additional show at 7:30 on Tuesday December 27th so great to see that Shin Lim is expanding his footprint here in Vegas as well. Love having him and really a phenomenal illusionist. Yeah, a, di- a, different, a different variety of illusion than you see from, from other magicians in Vegas too. Good. 
We like variety, right? We do. <laughs> hey, and a big congratulations to Carlos Santana. He extended over at the House of Blues. We'll talk more about that next week. This week he's having a big, uh, kind of a 10-year anniversary press conference, and we'll be able to at least uh, hear what Carlos has to say. Um, he's been playing the House of Blues for 10 years, but he's been in Las Vegas even longer than that. But curious to see, you know, like he must love the intimate experience that he gets here in Vegas. We've interviewed him many, many times before. And, yeah. And he's extending, so they'll have Carlos over at Mandalay Bay for a little bit longer. At least, I think he's got shows. What did we just say? We just did I the... I think it was through the end of the year, for through sure. Through the end of the year, yeah. All right, should we get to our tips? Let's do it. Dana, our first tip comes to us courtesy of the Kentucky Derby. What a, you had on a hat. I did. What a bummer, that end of that. Uh, well, it was like a good news for people who picked the underdog, right? People do like a... <laughs> the underdog, the dark horse. Yeah. <laughs> the Kentucky Derby, um, if you don't know and you're listening, um, the under underdog, a late addition into the race, won the whole thing. So uh, horse number 21, we were in a room full of people up at the Legacy Club at Circa, and I don't think one single person in the entire room won anything. No, it was, I mean, it was kind of comical. Yeah. Everybody, you know, the the bell rings, the horses come shooting mm. out of the gates. Everybody's cheering. They're pulling for their horse. They're shouting numbers. They're, you know, watching the jockeys go around that racetrack there at Kentucky Downs. And then as the horses started to approach the finish line it got quieter and quieter and when the race ended everyone was like huh what just happened what just happened who i I didn't even see this horse on the list i feel like and i placed my bet what like two hours before uh, maybe three hours before the race yeah yeah so it was a late addition so late entry one horse had to drop out he came in uh last minute edition for the the night before had happened so there wasn't a lot of opportunity to bet on this horse Mm -hmm. anyway that's not our tip (laughs) (laughs) no it's not that was just some color that's what was happening (laughs) that was color commentary our tip is if you've never been to the light (laughs) our tip is if you've never been to the legacy club at circa las vegas in downtown you gotta go if you love a good view you do it's up on top of Circa, what is it? Sixty? Is it sixty floors? Whatever the top button is that you can push <laughs> at Circa, that's yeah. where the Legacy Club is. Yeah, it's a classy place. Uh, really beautiful view. They have an indoor outdoor area. Beautiful bar. I loved the decor. Windows all around. Let me tell you, go get a cocktail up there. I think you'll love it. There's tons of history about Las Vegas on the wall. Speaking of Mayor, former Mayor Goodman, a pic- old picture of him and Carolyn, our current. Uh, mayor on the wall and then tons of pictures of people who've really made an impact on Las Vegas through the years. Yeah. And so that's where the Legacy Club gets its name because all the people who have really contributed to the legacy of Las Vegas are uh, named and their likenesses, some of them Mm -hmm. are up there as well. Yeah. Really cool place. So check that out. Remember, Circa is a 21 and over property. It is. and Or is uh, it 18? 
Uh, Adult. 21. Is it 21? Drink, yeah, I yeah. think it's 21. Yeah, okay. it's a drink and gamble. Okay. <laughs> what we're made only. of. What we're made of here in Las yeah. Vegas. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to talk about Mad Apple quick because you went and did a behind the scenes story that has not aired yet on Vegas On. So we can't get into tons of detail about that. But that's a show uh, that runs at visitlasvegas.com. But you went behind the scenes and did a whole thing. And that show's getting ready to open with preview performances May 12th and then the grand opening May 26th. What is Mad Apple about, Sean? So Mad Apple has taken over the theater at New York, New York, where uh, the show Zumanity used to Mm. be, another Cirque du Soleil show. Um, But this is a new kind of Cirque du Soleil show. I don't know that they've had a a show under their umbrella um, that has been a little bit more like a variety show than the what we've come to know as a Cirque show, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Because in Mad Apple, there is uh, live music, there's singers, there are... Uh, comedians, right? Comedians, yeah. there's magic, there's... Um, acrobatic basketball players. Ooh, that's fun. So like they I like kinda, that. And it's a nod to uh, like the or... Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah. So, you know, the, the guys that jump up off a trampoline, mm-hmm. do flips, and then make a basket. Love so that. there's like really cool stuff. The soundtrack is going to be a lot of like New York Ooh, music I'm artists. I'm this already. Who have, you know, Come from mm-hmm. New York, songs that mention New York. There's a, a big hip hop element to it. Um, you know, the early days of hip hop with break dancing, all that really cool. Plus, there's going to be elements of Cirque du Soleil mixed in um, that you've come to know a lot of the acrobatics and, mm-hmm. and aerial acts, that kind of Great thing. Great costumes, all that stuff. And there are bars on stage. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I, I was reading when they sent out the original press release that the whole experience includes like what happens before the show, right? Exactly. There's like a whole. There's a whole vibe. Like you get vibed. Yeah. Yep. And <laughs> and the entertainers are actually out mingling with the audience mm-hmm. before the show to add to the whole vibe. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna have to wait until uh, the episode of Vegas on comes out at visitlasvegas.com to uh, really appreciate how they're going to bring this vibe to life before the show. But you definitely want to plan to be in there, in the theater, to spend some time before showtime. Love it. All right, and next week, uh, we've talked about this before, but we are going to a brand new restaurant at the Forum Shops this weekend for a big grand opening party. And then we will be talking with Bill Rancic and Juliana Rancic about the new restaurant because it's kind of emulating the restaurant that they already have in Chicago, right? Yeah. RPM. RPM. And I'm also interested in Juliana Rancic's take on uh, Vegas as a host city Mm -hmm. for so many big red carpet events that we've seen recently. Of course, Juliana spent years as a, a host at E! entertainment television doing all the biggest red carpets so mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to hear what she has to say about that yeah and then her husband bill i mean the the first apprentice winner ever right yeah <laughs> i mean that was way back in the day and i'm sure he's got <laughs> stories for days about that i don't know if we'll we'll touch on that we'll leave that to maybe Bef- another podcast but <laughs> before don was president <laughs> that's right 
Um, it'll be interesting to catch up with them. They are now in the business of food and, and drink and beverage. And, and family. In family. So we'll chat with them, and that will be on next week's show. Have a great week, everyone. You're fired. Let's go tonight. Let's go to Vegas. We'll stay up all night. Let's go. <laughs>